0: Hey, listener, real quick update on the story before we get into it. On Wednesday, after this episode published, Pennsylvania State Police confirmed to local news outlets that the escaped Chester County murderer, Danilo Calvocante, is in custody. We'll have a brief update on his arrest later this week. Okay, here's the show. Today on CityCast Philly. It's been nearly two weeks since a convicted murderer escaped from the Chester County Prison. Since then, Danello Cavalcante has been able to slip away from law enforcement, but he hasn't been private. Cavalcante was spotted at Longwood Gardens on surveillance cameras, attempted to contact old co-workers, and is armed. Today, we're breaking down some of the strangest twists and turns of this manhunt. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Trinae Noree, and here's what Philly's talking about. Kenny Cooper, you covered Chester and Delaware counties for WHYY News. Thanks for being back on the show. Thanks for having me. Tell me about Cavalcante and what we know about his conviction and now
1: escape. So Danilo Cavalcante is 34 years old. He is a Brazilian immigrant, um, and he is convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend in front of her children back in 2021. He recently escaped a little less than two weeks ago. And ever since he's been on the run, law enforcement agencies from across the country have kind of flocked to Chester County to capture this guy. But the biggest issue is that they just can't find him. And, you know, every time they catch a glimpse of him, he manages to slip past him.
0: It's really amazing how he's able to do this for so long. Before we get into the escape, let's just talk about some of the latest updates we have. This is a recording. We're doing this on Tuesday. In a press conference this week, officials did say that he is now armed. The schools and offices in the Owen J. Roberts School District were closed on Tuesday And also, officials are urging people with any information to call the tip line at 717-562-2987. I think many of us have so many questions, but there's so much resources. And this has been so dramatic and scary for folks living in these communities in this county. Can you describe how he even got out of prison?
1: So I I think we may have all seen a glimpse or or heard about, you know, his acrobatic escape from the uh, county prison. He used a similar method as a previous escapee from May.
0: And that's wild, too.
1: Yeah. He, He crab walked up two parallel walls or relatively close together no one was paying attention. He was able to get away. And unlike the previous prisoner who people had seen on the grounds and they knew he escaped, they didn't notice Cavalcante was away until they brought everyone in from the yard and they were doing their head count and they noticed he was missing.
0: Wow. Kenny, it's been about 13 days. So let's break down these major twists and turns of this case. For a while, Cavalcante was seen on trail cameras at Longwood Gardens, which is this beautiful botanical garden and Longwood Gardens was closed for some days and they're expected to reopen on Wednesday. How was he not captured then?
1: Well, Longwood Gardens is huge. Right. Uh, and <laughs> someone has kind of been around here for a while. I grew up in, you know, the suburbs of Philadelphia. Everyone knows Longwood Gardens is massive. And if you need people to cover that grounds, even a few hundred officers as you are seeing them in the surrounding neighborhoods, They may not be enough. And it's just this part of Chester County, there's so many places to hide. Lots of tree cover, lots of bush cover. It's really easy to slip past people, especially considering the fact that he's about five foot tall.
0: And he has now also changed his appearance, right?
1: Yes, he has changed his appearance. They called him on ring cameras, I believe, in the Phoenixville area. Phoenixville is in Chester County. Uh, And that's when they realized, like, hey, this guy has a completely new look clean-shaven, fresh set of clothes. So unlike his uh, mugshot that they've been using and plastering on the news, now he does not have the beard and the mustache.
0: Another twist in this is that a Chester County resident says that Cavalcante broke into his home and stole fruits and vegetables. What do we know about that?
1: So a, a lot of what police will comment on the matter is that they can't necessarily confirm that Cavalcante has been in all of these places, but they do acknowledge that someone was there. So like a lot of these, you know, sightings that people see of them, unless they're caught on camera, you know, police are just working with the information. So that's mostly what we know is that, you know... There was someone there that matched the description of Cavalcante who was stealing fruits and vegetables. And so far, police to this moment will not go into details about their certainty with most most individual situations. But lots of these sightings and sightings similar to that have kind of given police this mosaic almost of where they think he may be heading.
0: Okay. There was also a helicopter flying around playing a message from his mother in Portuguese, urging him to give himself up. What did the message say, and why did law enforcement do
1: this? The Pennsylvania state troopers basically told reporters and the public that the message is his mother asking Cavalcante to surrender. You know, as you mentioned, it's in Portuguese. Cavalcante speaks Portuguese, some Spanish, and a little tiny bit of English. So, you know, law enforcement hoped that the message would, you know, I, I guess inspire him or, you know, change his mind as to why he's on the run. As we obviously know, that has not happened. So,
0: There was also reports this week that came out that his sister refused to help police find him, and this is before she was detained by immigration officers. What can you tell us about that?
1: So basically what we know so far is what Pennsylvania State Police have told us. Just like Danilo, uh, his sister is also not a uh, U.S. citizen, and I'm assuming that because she was not cooperating with the authorities, which is what the state troopers had, had said, you know, that they felt as though that it was appropriate to uh, detain her. This question also has been asked of the state troopers, which is what's going to happen to Danello once he's captured. And there was some thought by some people that they would also, you know, detain him and then have ICE deal with him. But they want to have him secured at a state uh, correctional institution instead of a county prison, which he was previously at.
0: With that, has he been contacting people in his life? Tell us who he's reached out to and what they did.
1: So far, what we know is that he reached out to a few of his associates, which is with uh, Pennsylvania State Troopers, had uh, told uh, reporters. And the gist of which was, of course, obvious, you know, he's asking for help and Pennsylvania state troopers were on top of that ahead of time. That's kind of been the main concern while they've been having this investigation and this search is that they're worried that someone that he knows nearby will help him. I I believe in the case of the two most recent people that he uh, contacted, one of which that, that did not happen. And I believe the other one was not home. So Cavalcante was not able to get help from those two associates, but it's obviously clear that he he's finding some way to evade authorities in this huge place in Chester County. Get access to a car, get access to clean clothes, a, a fresh shave. Somewhere along the way, he's able to either by his own resources or through the help of someone else evade authorities.
0: Kenny, I, again, I'm still trying to understand if he was able to do all of this seen on surveillance cameras. A lot of people are wondering why can't law enforcement get him? Why is it taking so many days, so many resources and officers are still chasing this one man?
1: So that's the big question here. I, I think th- there are two things. Reasons or, or things that officers use to justify why they haven't captured him. One of which is the terrain in Chester County. They're saying that it's very difficult to track him with all the state-of-the-art technology, with all these police dogs, canine officers, people on horseback, all these things. They're saying that you know the terrain is making it difficult. Secondly, the heat. It, it was hot last week, and it, you know it really complicated things for you know search teams, including the canine officers. Again, one of which you know got hospitalized due to the heat, heat exhaustion. But I, I think the question that people are asking is a very good one, which is, if you're saying that you have all the state-of-the-art technology, people are constantly criticizing the size of police budgets, how inflated they are, things like that. These are very legitimate questions to ask, which is, you know, you have all of these resources at your disposal, all these people, all these tools, technology, and you can't find one man <laughs> who escaped from a county prison who, at the time of his escape, obviously did not have any technology, did not have any fresh set of clothes, food, and he's managed to outlast them for nearly two weeks now.
0: All right, Kenny Cooper, reporter for WHYY News. Thank you so much for breaking this all down with me on CityCast Philly, and we hope to hear an outcome from this story real soon. Thanks for having me. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Be sure to rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Also, sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.